Hey guys, what's going on? It's Avery Mason, co-host of But I Don't Know Though. And first of all, let me apologize for this episode. It's a little broken up. So if you listen to this week's episode, Bill and I recorded half an episode. And because both of us do comedy, we had to go and do shows. Phil kind of forgot he was on a lineup, so we kind of had to cut it short. We didn't get to do advice. So we decided that we would try to record something real quick today on Super Bowl Sunday. So maybe we can give you like a kind of double stuff episode with a little bit of advice. But I don't know if it's going to work out. We're going to see. I'm waiting for Phil to kind of jump in on the call so we can kind of just get this done. But I just tried to call him. I don't think I'm going to get him. So you might just get like a shortened episode today. Um, and then we're going to go watch the Super Bowl. I don't know who you're rooting for, but mark my words, it's 12, 10 p.m. on February 12th. I'm calling for the Eagles by, let's say, two touchdowns. What do you feel about that? And by the time this comes out, the Super Bowl will be over and we'll know who won. And we'll also know who bet the most money on the game because people are always putting their betting wins out there. I'm wondering how much Mattress Mac is going to drop. Uh... But, oh, look who it is. It's Phil. He's up. Let's get this started. Enjoy the episode. Make sure to follow the podcast at But I Don't Know The Pod on Instagram. Follow Phil. I am Phil Hunt. And follow me, Avery Mason Official on Instagram, The Avery Mason on Twitter. And let's get to it. All right, there we go. Now we live. What's going on, y'all? Welcome back. We had another episode of But I Don't Know Though. I'm shrugging. You can't see it. We're in the penthouse again. Not filming it this time. We're just doing the audio joint, but we got another one coming next week. Sitting We're here. filming like they won't know that. You know, it's, it's a little messy. <laughs> it's a little messy right now. Feels like I, I just need to, you know, I got to get it. So I understand, you got to understand, you can't see it every week. It's not possible. But can you have your butler uh, give me some Hennessy? I feel like I need some Henny. So if that's possible. I mean... If, if anything is possible, as they say, so <laughs> there's that. Uh, shit, how was your week, man? I feel like I ain't seen you in a minute. Yeah, you know, it's been, I know you, you know. Oh, it was working. freezing cold out, so everybody, yeah, everybody took in a the sabbatical house. for the last week. Dog, I, went, I had a show on Friday, and like it was, I mean, it was brick, like uh, 14 degree weather, bro. Plus, it's overkill because when you come right out of the holidays into the new year, it's like, Okay, we've done 18, Hall- uh, not Halloween, but Christmas parties, mm-hmm. and then, you know, New Year's, you're, by New Year coming, you're like, man, I can't party no more. So then I think there's this heavy time of everybody seeing everybody yeah. happy, drunk, the whole nine, and then it just falls off a cliff because it's January 5th. Everybody's ready to quit being nice, quit yeah. hanging out with people they don't usually hang out right. with. And, like we said, it gets cold. And Nobody want to come outside. We got the Lover's Day coming now. So I'm not even focused on that. What I'm Valentine's mad about... Valentine's Day. Okay, you're grouchy Valentine? No, I'm grouchy that it's Black History Month. And, you know, you just said nobody wants to be around anybody. So you think anybody going to want to come out to these Black History Month events? <laughs> they did fuck us up by giving us a cold The month. coldest month. Ain't nobody yeah, want to be outside. It's a little bit like, hey, come on, bro. You know we are tropical people. That's right. Give us give us July, okay? Yeah, tropical there, there was, people. There was a lady handing out 
flying as Black History Month. Just, you know, little facts, Black okay. History facts. Nobody was taking a flyer from her because it was cold. I mean, she was out there at four. I'm like, this lady is 14 degrees. She out here. I took a flyer. I felt Just bad. Just didn't want to take their hands out. Y'all don't want to know the knowledge. Dr. Uman was right. Y'all don't want to know about black history is yeah. American history. I, I had a little flat tire. My tire was a little low. I had to put some air on my tire yesterday. So this is Saturday, mm -hmm. which is the 4th. February. So y'all look up the temperature in New York on the fourth of February. Fourteen degrees. Long story short, you know you gotta press your tire in a little to get the air in. Man, I held my hand there for about as long as I could take it. I was like, shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's cold when you just keep cussing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then like I can still feel now my fingers like a little frostbitten. Yeah, that that's it was From that cold. Like having them out, that I was like, oh shit, it's that type of cold. I need gloves. You, right you ain't had no gloves on, wrong you? I didn't, man, I didn't. You, the rest of the week, we didn't need none. I mean, today is pretty. It's warm. pretty nice out. Yeah. So you go, damn. My nose, my nose here is froze on yeah. Friday. That's how Friday cold it was. It Saturday, froze. Like I thought about getting a car wash, and then I looked at the thing and was oh, like, that shit frozen. Just your car gonna have to be ashy. You know how it is when the yeah, cars yeah. look like they need lotion. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's cold. That's cold. how you know it's cold. Yeah, yeah. It's like even if you got the water to work, it's going to freeze as soon as it man. hits your car. Or worse, you're going to bust the hose or the pipe that it comes out of. Just leave it the fuck alone. It was cold. That's not a night to be outside at all, mm -hmm. man. That's why some of the shows were a little rough that day. But um, still didn't stop some people from being uh, anti-Black History Month. You feel like people are anti well, I'm going to explain what happened to you. Okay. Um, I'm with my family. I'm coming home from a long day of driving. I'm tired. I live downtown Brooklyn. Parking's a little rough. You know, so I see a spot in front of this gym. This, uh, where, the, you know, they train to do gymnastics. Um, the lady that, that owns the spot, she normally will put cones down and take up one parking spot for herself. <laughs> now cones. She's been doing this a long time, and most of the people in the neighborhood just leave it alone because it's like, you know, it's whatever. Nobody really cares. The only time it affects everybody is when she takes up, she puts some cones in more than one spot. And tonight was one of those nights. Now, I'd have been circling for 20 minutes. I didn't take it right away. 20 minutes of circling, can't find mm -hmm. it. I said, all right, enough of this. I'm taking that spot. Mm -hmm. So I park, pull up. I start moving the cones to pull my car in. And, but there was still one spot. She's going to come out the car, her car. Don't move my cones. I'm like... She's sitting in her car. Yeah, she was sitting in her car for in the whatever cold. reason. I don't, I can't, I don't know. People take parking spaces so seriously yeah. in New York. It's really not that serious. She was, she had the cone set up, taking up two spots and was double parked, like on, you know, in front of one taking of them. Taking up two spots? Yeah, yeah that's and what see, I'm saying. That's the thing. It's like people get greedy that it's like, it's yeah. one thing to have one. And I see people do that a lot of mornings. You know, I'm pulling this car out to pull my other car in. And you just go, where are y'all getting all this money? And, 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 and also, you can't have anything to do to be doing no. that. Side note, holding parking spots is illegal. You can't put cones down. Yeah, we discussed. Y'all can go back to go our back first, couple episodes. What was what episode was that? And I can't remember the number, but it's the first episode we recorded in the studio. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. go back. And where I was talking so, about my trouble with parking, and Jesus Christ, so yes, yeah, too, too serious. So I'm moving the cones, and she's like, "Don't you move my cones?" And I said, "I'm trying to park." Well, I'm taking this spot because this is my business, so I can do this. I was like, no, you can't. She's like, well, I have a delivery coming. I said, all due respect, 
I don't give a fuck about whatever it is you have to do. You can't take up two spots. And so she's like, well, why don't you go park by the construction zone and move their cones? I'm like, you know exactly why I can't right. park there. Like, because they like, told me you can't. You can't. There's, there's city signs. Like, she's like, well, I have a sign too. And it was one of them signs that you can buy at Home Depot. It said, <laughs> it said no parking without permission of the owner. And I'm like, <laughs> and she pointed to it. It was all the way up on the as building. If that's the same as a mounted sign Thank you. by the city. <laughs> so I'm like, just, cut it out. I'm like, looking at her. I'm like, ma'am. I really do not get why y'all and that's the thing like i've just always been a believer in in the universe so in short i'll tell you this story wait 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 wait. go wait, ahead wait, all right wait, you're wait, not wait. finished we, we don't want to interrupt your story no 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 lord no, no. jesus hold on no 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 but because we're going to get sidetracked i want to tell you why this is bad for black history month so hold the okay. story so she points to the sign and she's like that sign i'm like that's not a legal sign it's not real uh, so then she says, this is where it gets, I was, now Phil, I was cool, you know me, I didn't turn up right away, yeah, I was cool the whole time, bro, I was talking to her professionally, this is what she did that set me off, she was, when she realized I wasn't buying her BS, yeah. then she was like, well, do you want me to call the police? Call the police? Phil, now, I, I stopped for a second, and I was like, "Yes." I looked to the right, Phil, and it was it's Black History Month. I, thought, I saw Rosa Parks, and Rosa looked at me, she folded arms, you better not move so that funny. car. <laughs> I looked to my left, and Harriet Tubman was sitting right there chewing on some grass, like, nah, let her call the cops. We got this. And I was like, I said, all right, violence today. I said, call the cops. I ain't moving. I'm going to sit right here. I don't want you to call the cops because you breaking the law. I ain't doing nothing. Right. I turned to my wife because my wife is always a ride or die field. She always ready to fight. And this is a woman. If I got a swing, I can't hit her. So I'm like, yo, my wife, get out the car and handle this. I say, oh, can you believe she's doing this? Da, da, da. My wife's like, you know, let's just go find another parking spot. Oh, my God. Uh, we're supposed to be a unified front. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I had to eat it because the lady heard her say it. And I looked at the lady and I'm like, you know what? You lucky my wife wants to go because I got to, she wants to leave. You lucky I can sit right here. See, sometimes I'm into cruel and unusual punishment. That it's like, I may not park here for fear of what you're going to do to my car when I leave it. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to take these fucking cones and throw them somewhere. <laughs> Kick the cones. I would take those fucking cones and yeah. put them in the garbage so quick. Because I cut it the fuck out. Bro, so... I've reported it to 311. I've been petty. I take pictures and report it. But Nico, I told Nico this story. A mutual friend of ours, Nico, he was like, I would kick the cones. So every time I go by there now and I see the cones, bitch, I kick them shits under the car and I drive oh, off. <laughs> and I'd even almost fuck with her. I'd get my own cones and put them there. That <laughs> would look like hers. And just stare at it. Whose cones are these? Who put these here? And be like, no, this is okay. Did you see <laughs> She hates, she's a Karen. I met my first Karen, is basically it. I've never. Karen. Huh? You said Jamaican Karen? I, I made my first Karen. She was Cuban. I thought she was white, oh, but she was lady. Cuban. Yeah, okay, yeah. She's Cuban. Okay. But that's, that's, yeah, that's some real Castro shit to be doing. Oh, that's lucky bitch. Do you want me to call the police? I said, call the cops. <laughs> Not moving. And I, that's real racism when they do oh, that to God. black men. Of like, you just seen that damn Tyree Nichols video mm -hmm. just like the rest mm -hmm. of America did. Don't fucking Don't say call that the to cops. me. Like, what? I, I'll give you a reason, and I'm one of them. That it's like, oh, is that what you? Okay, I'll I got give you, you a reason. I'll be, I, 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 ugh. I hated it because I had to eat it. Because Shorty was I like, was she ready to go. And then See, I was gotta kind of stand up to people like that because uh, yeah, they're just tyrants. Mm. And that's the thing you can't cheat the universe, man. <laughs> can't Absolutely, cheat the universe. I'm so mad.
But uh, uh, Black History Month started on a bad note. Absolutely, we had our girl, uh, our girl here. Day one of Black History Month got caught stealing chicken wings. Oh no! Million dollars worth chicken wings. No. Here, I'll read a little bit of it here for the officials. Uh, former school administrator accused of stealing 1.5 million worth of chicken I wings. This. I started laughing. I said, "Please don't be black. Please." Don't oh be black. yeah, yeah, yeah. You said, "Damn." I, I think this is propaganda. Please, black. Because I'm like, hey, how how many chicken wings is 1.5 million a worth? A lot of damn chicken wings, man. Vera Liddell, then she's an old, you know, got that old one of them old civil rights oh, names. Oh no, that's one of us. Vera Liddell, oh, no. 66 years old. Oh, no. There you go. How did that's a lot of goddamn chicken wings. As a fan of chicken wings, that's a lot of chicken wings. They said there was a shortage, and apparently it's because of this of lady. <laughs> she the Bernie made off of chicken wings. Yeah. <laughs> it's a chicken wing Ponzi scheme. Bernie Bernie <laughs> to church functions. He had the perfect name. Bernie done made, made off, off with your motherfucking money. Ain't coming back <laughs> And you know his shit, he was stealing like four cent from every account. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And his logic was, who would ever miss four cents? They'll never see it. And it is one of them things where, like, you ain't going to go down to the bank and be like, what's this on the end of my, my statement? Statement. Yeah. It's four cents. Everybody just goes, ah, it must have been a fee or something. Damn. So, yeah, he had fixed the computers uh, to where he was still at four cents. But four cents from everybody adds, adds up. the fuck up. So, one one or two chicken wings on the end of every, uh, you know, crate, that adds up, too. Right. Man, chicken wings. Damn. That's like, yeah, man. I'm like, that, that's a lot of chicken wings. Then I'm also like, she was going to have a hell of a Super Bowl party, boy. Well, that or she was taking them to church and feeding people. I, I think it might be a lot. Nah, she don't, don't involve the church. Just she saying. don't say nothing about the church. So, what's she do with the chicken the wings? The Lord said he ain't got nothing to do with this. Yeah, I don't eat them chicken wings. What, what do you eat when you ain't? What's commune? Uh, crackers and communion. And, and, communion. And, communion. Yeah, what yeah. is it? Uh, wine? And crackers, crackers yeah. <laughs> ain't nothing got nothing to do with no chicken wings. Lord is saying you, you know, you drink this and remembers me. You don't take this with some buffalo sauce and chicken uh, <laughs> wings. That's the yeah, they often hot. That's the devil's food, <laughs> <laughs> Damien wings. But uh, yeah, so that that was what opened Black History Month was Damn. her stealing chicken wings. I said, damn, Wait, we so, off on the wrong. So what, foot. what's gonna happen? She gonna go to jail for stealing chicken nah, wings? That's just ridiculous. It's like yeah, they said it's a class X felony. Make a do. Make a do. Community service at Popeyes. It carries a potential sentence of up to thirty years. Oh, come on, Bradley. man. Make a do. Community service at Popeyes. I said. Or a maximum fine of twenty five thousand dollars. It's like that lady sixty six. Don't be sending her to what, no damn prison. What's restitution? She gotta like cook every Sunday for like a couple of Sundays for people. Man, like people what's... have did worse. Hell. <laughs> damn. I'm a fan of the Matilda punishment. Remember Matilda? Yeah, I do. Remember the uh, lady got caught stealing the cake. Yeah. The chocolate cake. Oh, yeah, the fat boy, right? Miss mm -hmm. Trunchbull. What was her name? Trunchbull. 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 Miss Trunchbull. And she made him eat that chocolate cake until he <laughs> was sick. That's, that's the kind of punishment I'm into. Sit her down, wrap a napkin around her neck. <laughs> you know what, lady? Here you go. Some Here wings. You go. And eat wings for the next 100 days. <laughs> or she want like some sauce to eat with it. Buffalo sauce? No, nah. no ranch, no blue cheese, no nothing. Just straight no. wings, Bro, no that's vegetables. A, that's a real punishment because imagine if, mm -hmm. you know the wings I hate? The ones that they don't make them like crispy. It can't yeah. be like that soggy wing. You make it eat that soggy wing. That's a punishment. Yeah, but I love all uh, of them, bro. So nah, I, I, I sympathize with her. Like I I said, I don't even feel like she should be punished. Y'all know wings should be that damn good. 
That's fair. That's true. It's, they got some mm. here. The Atomic Wings. With the, oh, I love the, the brand, the okay. restaurant yeah. Atomic Wings. Oh, I love those. I just ordered they some. They got the honey mustard ones. <laughs> now, nah, oh, you got to do honey barbecue. Banging, Gotta do honey barbecue. And we ain't even talk about a Caribbean jerk from uh, BW3s or Buffalo Wild Wings. Like, come on, don't play. But, yeah, I, 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 I'm somehow both proud and ashamed of this woman's stat. And I feel like it was propaganda because it's like, why y'all released that though on February 1st? Y'all came with this story. I know. Uh, it gets worse. That's, that's not. People uh... stealing chicken wings. God bless. That's that's not the worst. There was a story that I saw on the ground. And she did this during COVID time. So it's oh, like, yeah. who knows? But that's how they knew that, like, the kids ain't even in school. Then, like, somebody said, yo, them, them chicken wings got bones in them. So you wouldn't feed them kids no way. That it's like, yeah, we didn't have wings till we was damn near grown. Oh. And he was all chicken nuggets, chicken tenders, uh, the dinosaur shaped nuggets, mm. all of that. So. <laughs> I, I don't know what she was thinking, man. But like I said, her, I'm, I'm mad they stopped her before she could make her Super Bowl party deliveries. That's hilarious. Some niggas mm. with some pre-orders on them wings, mad as hell. <laughs> hey man, I, I came. I paid you thirty dollars for my for my peak, my thirty. And, and I believe they lied. Like I said, I'm like. How many chicken wings is one point what eight million? Did they say? Yeah. How do you like? How many wings is that? One point five million. Why wouldn't you stop her when you notice ten thousand? Yeah, like ten thousand dollars or five thousand. Somebody would notice a hundred wings missing. Like, oh wait, wait, wait. But what about this, Phil? What if what if it wasn't that many wings? It's just that the price of chicken went up because of the shortage, and now she stole two cases, but them two cases worth a million dollars. You feel what I'm saying? Like the price of chicken went up. Yeah. So maybe it's less wings to make a million. What about know. that? Black people don't care. We just over here like, what about Brett Favre? <laughs> <laughs> Stealing all that goddamn money. <laughs> For his daughter's soccer team. Well, speaking of which, they, they, the ball dropped today on old Kyrie Irving. Uh, said that, you know, Friday he announced. For again. those of you listening. Friday, the good brother. My good brother in Christ, Kyrie Irving, announced that he wanted out of New Jersey, I said uh, New the Jersey, Brooklyn, 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 and which is weird because he invited Kevin Durant sure to play with him. So you and the season was going well. Mm-hmm. I gotta yeah. say, I've never seen anybody ask off of good teams as much. As <laughs> like usually, when guys are like, "Hey, I want to be traded," it's a guy who plays on a bad team. Right, right. Or a team that he's been on for a long time that hasn't gone anywhere, won anything. Like Kevin Garnett, I remember him crying on Sports Center, literally crying, being like, "I just want to win so bad." And I was like, "Yo, get him the fuck out of Minnesota!" Like he's been there for so long, carrying the weight, and he's gotten them as far as the conference finals. But with Kyrie, you go, you every two years you do this shit, man. Well, this time, you know what it is, is that um, what, what his camp is saying is that they wanted they wanted to sign an extension. He wanted to leave before, but he got an extension. Right. This time, he's like, he wants the max deal because, you know, he's 30. Mm-hmm. He wants a long-term deal, and the Nets weren't giving it to him. Like, he wanted the max. It was like four years for, you like, know, Joe Tsai, the owners, million. and the uh, whatever. They're a little sick of him, I mean, and I mean... Rightfully so. I I love him. I think he's one of the best players to watch. Probably. Yeah. Like you know, a lot of people are argue that sports aren't an art, but watch that motherfucker dribble the ball. Oh, man. That's that art, shit man. is that's beautiful. beautiful. Art. But 
As I'm saying, if I was his teammate, I would be frustrated. We had the whole COVID thing, which I supported his right to not, because I barely wanted to get vaccinated myself. Right. But at the same time, you go, everybody else just did it. You think everybody else wanted to do it? You know, Andrew they Wiggins did it so they could get paid. <laughs> right. That's uh. So if a motherfucker that's making you know sixteen dollars an hour can get vaccinated to make sixteen dollars an hour, boy. For $25 million a year, I bet you better go get vaccinated. I mean, you're right, Phil, but I also want to say that I believe that this is a move based in, you know his skills are deteriorating. I'm not saying he's not nah, great, his skills. but he wanted a five-year extension, and the Nets realize that players start kind of degrading after yeah. like a certain point. So he's trying to... Like, but he's job got security. a game that isn't going to deteriorate. Like, okay, when we think about a Derrick Rose, which I hate to use mm. because I, I still think he plays with tremendous heart. But That's a perfect example. He, right. he was a high-flying act. Mm -hmm. So when you think of the Derrick Rose, the Ja Morant, the Russell Westbrooks, those aren't acts that age well. Right. Think about Tony Parker mm -hmm. that he played forever. And mainly, you know, on the ground, shoot little floaters, little right. pull-ups. And that lasted for a long time. What did he win? Four championships with the Spurs? Yeah, four, four, four. Right? And then uh, Chris Paul, who a lot of people, when Chris Paul was with the Rockets, were like, they paid him. He's overpaid. Oh, my goodness. They sent him to OKC. They said he was old. He went to OKC and single-handedly almost drug OKC to the playoffs. And then this finals run that he went on with, with the Phoenix. Suns. Yeah. So look at Kyrie's actual game. Yes, he's getting older. But he's got more of a ground game. It's not like he's dunking on people. Mm -mm. So I think his act is going to age well. And no, I don't think it had anything to do with him getting old. It's okay. the fact that he only played, what, 25 games a year ago. So here's you got two things. One is he gets hurt a lot. That's A. Mm -hmm. B, he just may wake up and say, I don't feel like fucking playing today. Because they're protesting because the vaccine, because right. whatever the fuck. Which is why I don't understand why they suspended him. Because you go, shit, he might not show up any goddamn way. Yeah. I don't understand why they suspended him for the movie. Because he might not show up any damn way. Might be like, I got so, a personal issue. And I don't feel good. You know, that kind of I mean, you know, we could talk about it all day. Yeah. But it's just like, the thing that makes me feel old about the NBA is players didn't used to choose where they were going. That's true. Like, now you'll see a player be like, I'm not playing and I want out of here, and I here's the three teams I want to go to. Right. When we was growing up, that shit did not happen because right. – and, and Kyrie's on an expiring contract. So yeah, he's yep, – that's right. I didn't think he was going to get traded because KD asked to get traded over the summer, and the owners just were like, so – we got you locked in for two more years. So I didn't think they were going to trade him, but today they sent him to the Mavs, which made me think about like Gary Payton. Remember Gary Payton played in Milwaukee for half a season? I do remember that. That was the most forgettable season of his career. If you Well, it wasn't even a season. Well, it was a half a season in Milwaukee because yeah, yeah. they traded yeah. him for Ray Allen. But that's what I'm saying. That's what I used to remember was, you know. You just wake up and go, Gary Payton's in Milwaukee, I guess. Like, when you look at the picture now, it looks photoshopped. Because mm -hmm. <laughs> you're like, when the fuck did this? <laughs> if you fell asleep for six months, and then obviously I think the next season he went and joined the Lakers. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Like, you might have got to your dream team destination, but you was going to make a few pit stops. It was almost like a, a bus transfer. 
of like, all right, you might get to LA from New York on the bus, but you're going to stop in Kansas City first (laughs) for about eight months. The business has changed because it used to be like that where teams made the most thing. Now the players making so much money, they're demanding like, look, I'm not doing this. I want to be traded or I'm not playing and. I, don't, I just can't believe he left KD there hanging. And obviously, James Harden saw yeah. the writing on the wall last year and was and like, I'm, like out. I'm out. Get I'm me out, out of here. here. But, you know, yeah. I'll go play with Daryl Morey and the, and the Sixers over here. I just think the price is too high because even if he gets out of Brooklyn, he's not going to make anywhere near what he would make if he stayed. Like, the most KD he can get. Or Kyrie. 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 If well, Kyrie it's not leaves, about the money with him. We know that. Right. And I and I, I can appreciate that, you know. Because it, it goes has. from, you understand, if he stays with Brooklyn, the extension is three figures. If right. he goes to another team, he can only, most he can make is like 73, 75 well, he, mil. He wanted a long-term deal. Yeah. He's on an expiring contract. Yeah. It's like I said, after the last few years of what he's been doing, a lot of owners are going to go, nah. Nah, you ain't working. He actually wound up, though. Dallas, the city, feels a little weird for him. But he's with one of the few owners, Mark Cuban, who is eccentric and can deal with the personality. And I feel like him and Mark Cuban probably are a good match. So Mark will probably extend him. Well, I hope they can afford it because it ain't going to be, you know, the net's going to squeeze him. But here's the thing people got to learn. No, squeeze them. And I've been saying this for three or four years now. You can check my posts All right. on Instagram, Facebook. Verification will happen. I will go back and fact check. Go ahead. Google, I, I am Phil Hunt and the net. And, <laughs> and these posts shall appear. Uh, they had this really good core like three years ago of uh, Karis LeVert, mm-hmm. Spencer Dinwiddie, who... They traded Kyrie Irving for yeah. Spencer Dinwiddie, who was in Brooklyn. He was killing four it four years ago and playing really well. Karis was playing well, and so was Jared Allen, who was an All Star last yeah. year. So you go, you have this young core, and it was really exciting. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you know, obviously rookie deal people aren't making much money, but it was it felt hard. like an yeah. energy, and it felt like Brooklyn, yeah, of like young hip. Hard working yeah. energy, gritty, yeah, and then they were just like, Get rid of all of them, yeah, <laughs> bring in the superstars. And then we can still play. I mean, he's not really getting much of an opportunity in Dallas, but like, you know, you saw what happened when their point guard got hurt, and then when he had to come in, it was Luca. Then when he dropped 30 points, yeah, uh, he, can yeah. play. he can play, man, he's serviceable. He ain't Kyrie, no, no, but he's serviceable, and like I said, Harris and all them. And all you felt like you needed was to keep that core together and mm-hmm. then attract a star to come play. Not a superstar. Just a star. But just a, a Kawhi yeah. Leonard, a, you know, one of those guys. But, yeah, instead they were like, nope, get rid of everything. A lot of times, the sports analogies, it reminds me very much of when when the, uh, you know, we see this, it's a movie trope in every movie. The, the old guy gets rid of his wife. For the secretary, young hot secretary. And then young hot secretary comes with new problems. It probably divorces you within the first two years because she just wanted your money. Yep, takes all your money and goes. And she just wanted to watch your wife leave and say, I knew he would. He said he wouldn't, but I knew he would. Sounds like a Tyler Perry movie. Uh, A little bit. (laughs) One of them I can do bad all by myself. But, uh, yeah, good luck, yeah. Kyrie. Good luck. I, I mean, yeah, so, no, we need a win for Black History Month. So far, it's not good. Um, I wanted to tell you about this one story. Did you hear about this one? The Tennessee father of 30? No, I didn't. Oh, my God. I don't know if that sounds real. Oh, it's real. 
man who had 30 kids with 11 women wants child support break. This guy, and he's one of us. I already seen the picture. He's got 24 kids, not 30. And uh, he works a minimum wage job. So they pretty much take like 250 out of his check or something like that every check. And he's he wants the judge to reduce it because he's not making any money. Are these real stories? How many kids did you say the guy has? They said 30, but he's actually got 24. See, yeah, you, you're already in a lie. No. no well, Hold on, a man has how many kids? They, they, they quote him with 30, but he's only claiming 24 of them. So 24 and some possible. So it's yeah. like a game of spades. Alright, <laughs> <laughs> what is going on here? Man who had 30 kids with 11 women wants child support break. This is a real story. Are you back in 2012? Bro, that, that, that came up. This is an old article from 2012. Well, they someone reshared it on the shade room, which is why I looked into it. Children, just for the record, I just want to put out there for the record. And can you imagine this. ever correcting somebody and saying for the record, I got 24, not 30. You a whole fool. For like, that? motherfucker, you got a whole Kobe Bryant. <laughs> Work for children over here. You can't. So he's telling the judge he can't afford to, to make the minimum wage uh, payments he's been making. Like, well, he ain't lying, but uh, I don't know, man. I don't My know, mom though. used to say, keep your rocket in your pocket. Some of his kids only get a dollar fifty a month in child support. And he wants a reduction. A dollar fifty. You got some old Mari type stories over there. What are you, what are you doing in twenty twelve, bro? They, look, somebody they put it on. The only reason I saw it is because it was on the shade room, and I was like, "What's this? He Listen, got thirty man, kids." You gotta get off the shade room. Listen, brother. That's some entertaining the, stuff. The man. Chinese flew a balloon oh. over the states. Oh my and God! Was yes. spying way out in like which my you know my pops military so uh -huh. Air Force. So, I was born in Wichita, Kansas. Before that, they lived in Cheyenne, Wyoming. So, this was flying over, I think, Billings, Montana, which yeah. all of that is big military hubs mm -hmm. because no one lives out there, you know. It's still in the wilderness, kind of unsettled. Like, I took a trip back to Kansas, which I hadn't been there since I was probably two or whatever when we left, and... I went back and did some shows a few years ago at New Year's, and long story short, uh, you would kind of ask my parents, yo, what was Wichita, what was Kansas like? And they'd be like, ah, it was kind of just in the middle of nowhere, you know, it's really flat, there's no trees, you can kind of see from maps. Oh, wow. And when I got back there and looked around, I was like, they're right. You know that whole tumbleweed thing where you can see the tumbleweed blow for 10 miles down yeah. the street because you go, there's nothing out here. So I said all that to say, the wind blows a lot. There's a lot of military bases over there. And apparently China, for some reason, flew a balloon, for those of you listening, for those of you who live under a rock, uh, over the those states you know and we're kind of surveying the military grounds out there yeah. seeing what was up so yeah they they knew what they were doing they said it was an accidental thing and they wanted to reclaim it but the truth of it is there's no way a balloon like that like where china is and where america is you have to catch the right wind current or let that shit go at a certain height so it drops right yes, where you right. want it to and fact of this is a fact not fiction they, there were two of them they shot down yeah they shot down two that's well, that's an old you, school though, man. If you owed, we owe China one point ninety five trillion dollars. 
Um, I'll fly balloon over the U.S. too. <laughs> Where my money? Where the fuck is my money? Wait, I got a better question for you, Phil. China makes some of the best products that we've ever seen that we use. Even this phone is some of the made in China. The best they could do was a balloon to get the spot. What type of technology we got? Well, you have you tried a balloon? Oh man, that's a great idea. Tie the balloon to this. <laughs> Where's the technology? Like, what? What? What is this? What are we paying for? <laughs> My God, that just. Mm, mm, mm. Let me see what else. So th that's it. They, so they shot it down. They, they I mean, I well, thought... at first they were like kind of scared too because they were wanted to kind of get a close look at it and see what it was doing. So they studied it for a minute and they said it was kind of just surveying the military grounds out there flying over, which I'm like, mm, interesting. All I'm gonna say is Trump better build that wall real high. High enough to keep the balloons out. You know that's his next thing. He's gonna be like, yo, I'm gonna build that wall so tall, so tall it'll keep the Chinese balloons out. <laughs> Chinese spy balloons. You're gonna have people on top of the wall with like, what do you, what do you call these things? Little slingshots? Slingshot. <laughs> shoot that balloon down quick. But they didn't wanna shoot it down while it was over like that. I get homes that. I get that. Motherfuckers used a missile and I, shot a balloon out. Overkill. The sky. Damn. Which I'm going, well, maybe it ain't the type of balloon I think, because I would think you would just take a pin and yeah, pop it. Yeah. But, but yeah, I, I think our understanding of what a balloon is versus what they actually mean is more of a... But like somebody was saying, you know, they fly satellites. Everybody flies satellites kind of around the globe and up in the sky over other countries. Mm -hmm. So why is the balloon such a violation? But <laughs> because the balloon's closer. And it's yeah. like, you know, certain shit that's up. The satellites are up so high that certain shit, if you want it to not be seen, it cannot be seen. Do you think it's possible that maybe it didn't come from China? Maybe there's a Chinese spy living somewhere in the upper northwest and just built it and released it? Mm. And what mm. was, what's the possibility I of that? I don't know. Well, maybe, perhaps. You know, I'm not going to act like I'm, I'm into the military, but, you know, yeah, perhaps. Anything's possible. But here's what I'm observing. What I'm observing is, you know, a lot of countries are at war. You got to think about, and this is why a lot of people low-key didn't want Biden in that, you know, these career politicians, man. Um, okay, so Biden obviously, you know, has been in office since 1970. He wrote the 93 crime bill. Yep. Like Biden's That's... responsible for a lot of messed up shit <laughs> over the period of time that he's been not just a president, but, but in the Senate in the, the Senate House. and yeah, Congress. Yeah. Yep, yep. So then if you go back to Bush, war, war, you know, all these career, even Obama was new and was like, I'm going to pull the troops out. And they're like, no, you're not. Yeah. And he had to send more troops, which I actually... Gained a lot of respect for Obama because when he was in, I still remember him the first time, first turn, he ran and the one of the toughest questions, 60 Minutes, they asked him, they said, yo, when you ran for president, you promised to pull the troops out, but you're sending more troops. And he goes, you have to understand that because of Bush and because of who came before me, 
my decisions as a president are not between good and bad. They're between bad and, and worse. worse. Yeah. Which back to when we were talking about last week on the last episode about pimps and preachers, mm-hmm. we got to put politicians in there. I agree. That's pretty goddamn All right. good. <laughs> All right, I'm, I'm going to get some. We're going to get it for next week. That's a good... <laughs> that's a good saying. And Obama had a lot of those. But... I said all that to say you got to look at Clinton and the Gulf War. Well, no, that was that the first Bush, but it, it crosses over, War, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it crossed over. Between the, the first Bush and Clinton. The Gulf War was the first Bush, and then the Iraq War was the second. Right. But I'm saying that didn't the Gulf War cross over because Clinton got some of that? He did, and it, yeah, a okay. little, little bit of spillage over. From but that. you got to look at that's what they do. They take oil, we make money, it makes us money, so we I almost can't complain about it, but I said all that to say. You had Trump, who wasn't a politician, no war. And you got to look at um, <laughs> Kim Jong-un who, mm-hmm. for Korea. You know, Trump called him Rocket Man, which was hilarious. <laughs> but then you got to remember, Rocket Man, Dennis Rodman, and him was hanging out every other weekend. Yeah. So there were no issues. They stopped <laughs> testing missiles. Um, the week before Biden got sworn in, Kim Jong-un's sister, which mm-hmm. they both share, I think, the Jong-un, which I think her name might be Kim Un. I don't know. His sister Kim or something. I know started testing nukes right. the week before Biden got back in. They said they hadn't tested nukes in like four years. Mm-hmm. Uh, Trump also was friends with Putin. You got to think, why did Putin attack Ukraine? After Trump left office. So you go, it just seems like all hell is breaking loose. And that just maybe the guy who was not a politician was doing some actual things. Hmm. I I wouldn't vote for Trump. I never support that motherfucker for what he said about the Central Park Five. But looking at it objectively speaking, Mm -hmm. just that these career crooks, this is how they move. You got... George Santos now, which yeah, I don't know what's going on with that. It's like <laughs> I, I mean, I, I'm I'm not into politics, but I'm, his boyfriend is like, yo, on sixty minutes talking about he was abused by him. I'm like, what is what did this guy say or do to get all all of a sudden? Because I never heard of him. Now we've gone from never hearing of George Santos to now his boyfriend speaking out and this person speaking out. He was a producer of some really bad movie that came out. What what's the deal with that? <laughs> Well, he just lies a lot. And that's why I said, you know, George Santos, who his name may not even be George Santos, you know. Who knows? Might this be dude Jorge lies Medina. a lot. And, um, you know, those are old tricks that politicians used to use. The thing about it is it wasn't documented. You could go to some other neighborhood. Like, yeah, uh, your, your mother came here from Ireland. Mine did, too. <laughs> or, you know, your mother came here from, uh, what was the other lie he told? Not Irish, but then he also said he was Catholic. Then he also said some other weird stuff. Oh, he said that he worked for Goldman Sachs. So you could go around lying yeah. in different communities, lying, mm-hmm. and it didn't matter because there were no cameras. But now that we've all got cell phones, YouTube, and all this stuff, you can look up like, yo... He just went into Queens and said he was Rome, uh, Roman Catholic. Then went over here to give me another neighborhood, uh, the, the Brooklyn Williamsburg, and said he was Jewish. Said he worked on Wall so, Street. Yeah, yeah, this dude is... So I'm saying that to say back to Biden and the point that I was making about these guys. 
They're all liars, man. That's why I don't like politics, bro. I don't trust them all. They all tell you what they need to oh, to get your liars. vote, and then they do what they want anyway. Because I feel like, with the exception of probably Obama, which you know, brother told brother told it like it was, and you know, old Billy Clinton was a liar. <laughs> I did not have sexual intercourse with that woman. <laughs> yeah, he told it when he left some some of some well, of that. What stuff. was he supposed to say? What are you supposed to say? Alright, y'all know I've been running this country. Shit's stressful. You, you and got, I got me. some firehead from Monica. Though. You got me. You guys got well, what me. What was he supposed to say? <laughs> but yeah, so they flying the fucking balloon. And like I said, it's looking like, you know, China kind of said if they shoot it down, that that's an act of war. Like, hold up. I mean, excuse yeah, me. Yeah, you good. A little on the track, but, uh, just get a little bit nervous because in our times we've never seen war and I think we're a bit privileged. And, you know, Pearl Harbor, what was that, 1954? Yeah. That it's like they were so brave to attack us and I don't mean brave in a good way, but just that nobody's tried it since that every other country has seen war like on their home turf. Whereas we just hear about it and read about it on CNN that you go, man, Somebody got to want to test us at this point, you know. It's been a long time, but I think it's starting to get nervous. If anyone is going to do it, it's going to be China because they make 99% of the stuff that we use. The phone, the cars, like all that stuff comes from China. So it wouldn't surprise me, you know, if there's something coming down the line because Russia can't challenge us, like I said, and China got enough <laughs> uh, people here, money and resources, man. All them restaurants are going to close down. We ain't going to be able to get an orange chicken. Uh, General Souls and people go just like what happened to Ukraine. They go, they stopped letting the restaurants people. Starbucks left Russia, right? So that's what's going to happen to us here. Like we go to war with China, Mister, you know, Mister Chan's Chinese restaurant gonna be closed. You ain't gonna be able to get your pork fried rice. There's gonna be a lot of upset people. I don't know what we're gonna do, man. It's it's I'm I'm not looking forward to it, man. Cause I I got I, got, I like. I like that Chinese food, bro. It's well, we know one person that'll be safe and her pantry fully stocked. And that is, uh, <laughs> yeah. that is our good old friend Vera who stole yeah. a million dollars worth of chicken wings. Maybe she knew. Maybe that's what that Chinese balloon. Coming. Yeah. That's what that Chinese balloon should have been surveilling. <laughs> Trying to find a chicken. Should have been watching the wings. <laughs> the wings go. You gotta Maybe have, that was the general salt chicken. You, you, you gotta have a big ass truck to move that much chicken. So it would have come up at some point. But um well, so we talking to, I wanted to excuse me, I'm sorry, I don't know what got me sneezing, but something made me sneeze at home and it's like an allergy thing. So I'm sorry if I'm sniffling y'all as I apologize for now. But one thing that got me uh, we talking about Black History Month stuff. I wanted to mention I didn't do. You hear about this little girl, nine years old. Her name is Bobby Wilson. All right, from New Jersey. She was uh, when the alert went up about the lantern flies populating New Jersey. She went around and tried to do her part. She found a recipe on YouTube to kill them, like some soap, and she was walking around her neighborhood spraying stuff. One of her neighbors saw her doing this and called the police. Told the police. They see a little black woman walking around and spraying things and, quote, she doesn't feel safe. She called the non-emergency number to tell them that a little black woman was walking around spraying things. She don't feel safe. So the police show up. There was a little bit of like, who are you? Where do you live? 
And when the cops seen it was a nine year old, they're like, look, let's just take you home and, you know, That's so just. so funny. Because I just, I, you know, and I mean, obviously, this maybe this episode's a little heavy, folks, but obviously, if you think about, you know, what we've seen this week with Tyree Nichols and, you know, uh, how do I say, I guess, not shouts out to them, but I guess hearts go out to him for what happened, which was completely unnecessary out there Very in Memphis. Yeah. But I said that to say, because that's the second time you've mentioned mm-hmm. calling the cops. Yeah. That it's always funny to me that people feel so free to call the cops that it's just like, ugh, the one time I saw someone close to me call the cops, it backfired. Yeah. And the cops started being like, well, what's in this box? Yeah. And your eyes look a little red. And I was like, oh, wow. Like, boy, you should have <laughs> never dialed that number. At all. <laughs> I don't know. I think people got to realize and look at themselves like, just because you're feeling uncomfortable it's your situation. That don't mean that someone's doing something. And you criminal. said that earlier with the Puerto Rican woman in the parking spot that she was like, I'll call the guy. And it's just like, do y'all feel that comfortable? Here's a true story. A couple of days ago, a guy ran into the back of my car. And I mean, not enough to damage it or nothing. It just mm-hmm. was one of those you sitting at the red light and you feel boom. And you go, oh, shit. So I got out, obviously, just to take a look at, like, all right, not damaged. Okay, no damage on yours. A little mm-hmm. paint on your bumper. That'll teach you. That'll learn you. And yeah. I kind of told him, like, yo, watch what the fuck you doing, though. Yeah. But it was, you know, three black dudes. And it's, I was in Brooklyn. And it was just me. So I didn't go too hard because it's like it's three of them, one of me. But then I also made the joke of, I said, yo, what we finna do? Call the cops? And all of us laughed. And dude was like, not after what happened last week. Bro. And then I was like, or the week before that. Yeah. Or the week before that of like, so yeah, this person, these people are too it's wild. Called them Comfortable calling the cops for nothing. bugs. And, and she was like, I don't feel safe. And, and I'm how like, old was she? Nine. She's nine. She she called the cops and said, it's a little black woman. That's what you she said. look the fuck up and see a Chinese balloon. You yeah. too busy watching black people. <laughs> Killing bugs. The damn balloon that took your picture of you <sighs> calling the cops, watching her spray bugs. Yeah. you too busy to look up. You watching black people. Yeah, that China just stuck a damn balloon That's over right. and took a picture of your whole family. That's right. And now, now, you know, you should be looking for the wings. You're too busy looking at a girl with lantern flies. So, um... I don't call the... I mean, like, I'm not... uh, How do I say this? Calling the cops is not my first option for anything where someone's life is not in danger. Just like with this lady with the parking spot. I've had other situations, car accidents, bro. I'm not calling the cops. I always say that the only time I'll be like, I'm going to call is like if they're like, I'm not giving you my insurance information. Like, remember, I told you I had the accident coming off the bridge. And I was like, hey... What y'all want to do? I got insurance. You got insurance. Let's trade insurance. What y'all want to do is what y'all want to do yeah. is a great response for. Yeah, exactly. What you want to do? Hey, we hit. Bam, we hit. You know what y'all want to do? I got insurance. I'm not worried. So you good? I'm not hurt. Let's just trade information and go home. She was like, nah, I got to call the police. I said, it is 2 o'clock in the morning. You really want to call the police? We're going to be out here till 4 a.m. They ain't coming. But do you. If that's what you want to do, I'll give you my information and I'm leaving. I'm not staying around waiting for no cops. They don't, they don't prioritize accidents. But the idea that people have to call the police for every little thing that makes you uncomfortable, 
that's a problem, bro. Like y'all, y'all need to live life and stop being afraid of like every little thing. Honestly, wild behavior. Now, who was this person that called the cops on a girl spraying bugs? They so they didn't specify, but it was one of her neighbors. Because what happened was, she walked over a block or two from a house looking for these bugs because she wanted to do her part to keep, you know, to yeah. keep the the area safe from the well, bug inf- for infection. For a little girl to do, like, yeah. You know, here, uh, feel like you're, you know, keep her busy, busy work basically. Seriously, so somebody it's... gives their daughter like, yo, keep the bugs away, and then that's what she's doing. And somebody called the cops on her. They called the cops. Was she She's... in her own yard. Yeah. No. Well, she was. She was around the neighborhood, and uh, it's just. How old was this girl? Nine. She was nine. And the... yeah, it ain't no damn well. That's not a grown woman. Like that's ridiculous. Well, she just. Sorry, folks. You I said an alarm because I actually got a show to get to tonight. Take your medicine, Phil. So, uh, <laughs> this is gonna be a short episode of. Yeah, but you... I don't know though. Yeah, but... facts. But we'll get y'all back to some longer episodes. Yeah. You want to do one question and then we can dip. Yeah. Oh, you just want to save it. We could do one question. Do one and they question. Can do it in the car and add it to it. Okay. You can end that segment. All right, y'all. Listen. So this is, but I don't know. We're gonna be back in the car. This is a this is a first for, but I don't know. Then I like where this is going. I'm excited. We're taking it on the road. But uh, stay tuned. Make sure to follow the pod at but I don't know though pod on Instagram. You can follow me Avery Mason official. Also on Instagram, the Avery Mason on Twitter. And um, you can follow Phil, uh, I am Phil Hunt on all social media. And I've, I've asked him to change his policy for 2023, but he won't. You cannot spell it. He don't want you to follow him. I'm sorry. I can't do nothing about it. So we'll be right back. One advice question on the road. Stay tuned. But I don't know though first. Yo. Yo, look who it is. We here. Yeah, man. Like long night last night, so I was it, a little late signing on, but it is what it is. It's the amazing one and only Phil Hunt, ladies and gentlemen. And it's Avery Mason, and welcome to an extended version of But I Don't Know Though. We uh <laughs> we we promised you uh we were gonna finish up that last segment. We got kind of tied up, you know, being comedians. Yeah, shows. Let, let's tell them, last week I forgot I had a show, and then in the middle of the recording the podcast, I had to go do the show. <laughs> so that got broken up. Then this week is Super Bowl Sunday, so mm-hmm. we doing this format a little different here. We on the phone lines, you know, instead of live in person like we prefer, but we're going to give it a shot and see how it goes. I mean, it sounds good. You sound clear-ish, you know. Yeah, just feel a little bit like a jail call. You know, you know got- the song, phone tap. <laughs> How much you got on your commissary, bro? Start sounding like that a little bit at times, but but we gonna make it work, you know. Yeah, well, we survived. We had a great night last night. Shout out to the the staff at uh, New York Comedy Club. Um, had a really cool uh, dude that I met out in L.A. James Davis. Shout out to him too, and Nico White. As always, two very dope people. If you never heard of them, go check out them out on the comedy scene doing their thing. They had a great conversation with them, man. It was a lot of fun last night, man. Yeah, some green room antics. <laughs> Could say that. Could say that. Uh, but we we're, we got an important thing to talk about today, Phil. I mean, do you even want to do advice or just want to get right into the game? We'll get right into what we what we came to discuss. Who you got? Super Bowl. 
What number is it? What are we up to? I don't know. Because <laughs> I don't understand. You know, they didn't think you should only say if you know the answer to. <laughs> but but no, but see, I say, but I don't know though. So it's everybody listening to this pod knows I be saying stuff, and I, sometimes I don't know if it's right or not. That's why this podcast is called "But I Don't Know" though, because facts are not always facts. Let me look this up since I got the computer in front of me. Super Bowl LV two. Uh, they didn't teach Roman numerals in uh, New York City public school, so right. Is that yeah, tricky with the Jordans? Right? Don't they do the Jordans in Roman numerals? Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I think so. They must them thirty two. I'd just be staring at them like, "What the hell? Why are we roaming all of a sudden?" Yeah, I, you, I really don't know what Super Bowl this is. Hold <laughs> on, it's the Rihanna Super Bowl. That's that's what it's gonna be remembered oh, as. All the ladies, it's gonna oh, be God. remembered as the Riri Super Bowl. <laughs> I hate when people do that. It's about the game, not about the halftime act. Although I will say there are three times when I was like, the halftime is better than the game. Michael Jackson, Prince and Beyonce. Yeah. Can't can't top that. I was like, this is the best thing ever. Well, Whitney Houston did the anthem, but yeah, that's that's pretty much the holy triumvirate. Yeah. Prince, Michael, Beyonce, Whitney. That's yeah. That's, that's pretty holy. So, yeah, sometimes you can't say you truly look forward to the halftime show. Obviously, me as a sports fan, I can't. But I think whatever gets people into it, they, sh- they should mix in some comedy, too. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I hate that we always get left out of, you know, the entertainer spectrum. Like, uh, side note, but I was seeing uh, this week that uh, QC sold for $300 million, the label which I don't know if you're familiar with QC, but that's like Migos, Lil Baby, uh, City Girls is all rent okay. and you And people kind of were getting mad. Oh, my God, Black people always selling out the culture. And it's like every business is supposed to do that. You sell at your high point. Yeah, make money. What the hell? <laughs> How nope. are you supposed to make money? <laughs> nope. Damon John holding on to FUBU. It's like, all right, you know, the stock prices or whatever they price it at is now 400 million sell because next year you're going to stop wearing it. Facts. Also, how people supposed to make money when y'all out here leaking tracks and, and burning illegal copies of things is, you know what I'm saying? Bootlegging well, stuff. Because he sold it for 300 million in modern times. So. Woo. But I said that to say that it's just always funny to me how much music and these different things are sold for, but you never hear about like a comedian selling their masters for four hundred million or nothing. So it's like, damn, we always seem to get the short end of the stick. The the last joke I heard T.I. tell was that, you know, comedians are mad because he hasn't been paying his dues in comedy. And he goes, but there are no dues to pay. You motherfuckers don't even have a union. <laughs> you crazy of like, you know, it's it's one of those LOL and SMHs of like, damn, he's right. He ain't wrong. But yeah, I think that's interesting. Like I said, I think Justin Bieber just sold his masters recently for like 300 million. And like yeah. I said, interesting to see if like you know Kevin Hart could sell his masters 
and then you, you know, for a certain amount of numbers, but you think our collections of jokes have no value. <laughs> you know what? You know what, you know what, Phil? Bro, that's not a bad idea. Because guess what? Now you could get commercials and then you could like, you know how some people like act out the, the bit, then maybe mm. somebody some old Richard Pryor thing and act it out and just use the same words and they could get paid off of that. That's actually not a, I can see that happening. Not now, but at some point, the way this TikTok thing is going, bro, they're yeah, going to be, be our bits and making them commercials real there soon. be licensing and fees and different stuff, but that's what I'm saying, you know. Obviously, you being an actor, you're in SAG, right? Yeah. He so, said SAG, y'all. Not, not, I know what y'all heard. He said SAG. That no one heard that. They heard it. Fag. It's a union. We talk about unions. Context matters. Um, for the people in the back. Yeah, don't don't even put that out there like that. That's, that's not even a joke. The, the people will come get me. I already said we ain't got no union, so I'm out here solo. They'll take my notebook. <laughs> take it in your pen. Yeah. Give me that. Give me that. Two months. No writing. But but yeah, it's it's interesting. Like I said, you're you're in SAG. There's writers, guilds, uh, everybody, even fucking wrestlers, I think, have a union. <laughs> Excuse me, nah, no, there's no union in wrestling, but I, I see what you're saying, though. <sighs> fucking insane. And it's just like, oh, there's no union in wrestling. You just nope. get your neck broke unprotected. That's right. Better save your money. <laughs> Hope you have insurance. Oh, somebody you're married to or something has insurance. Comedy, you save your drink tickets. <laughs> you cash them all in at once? Let me get one big tequila. Yes. And like we'll 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 get together and fight the joke before we will fight the powers that be to get proper compensation. It's act actually mind blowing, man. It is. Uh, I don't know if we'll ever get a comedy union because there's so many different opinions and and a lot of weirdos in comedy that I don't think you get everybody on the same page. Um, unless someone like Chris Rock or Kevin Hart or Seinfeld says you should do this, and then maybe, maybe. No, because even then somebody's gonna go, "Oh, they're a hack. I don't like their comedy anyway." Blah blah blah. And it's like stupid. This is about the protection of all of us and all of our work. But yeah, yeah you know, you're right. I'm agreeing with you. That, yeah, there's too many vigilante lunatic types. Mm-hmm. That would just be like, oh well, if y'all not gonna work that club, I am. I need the time. Facts and a union would help comics because then maybe they can get us a base rate of pay. And then if the club doesn't pay, then the comics don't work there. And then watch how quickly everybody starts getting paid. You know what I'm saying? Guys fight for it and form some sort of uh alliance rather than a union. Uh, Ted mm. Alejandro years ago fought for like standard pay within New York, so that there was that, but you know, that was you. And almost needs to be done again. And then uh, what was I thinking of? Oh, just the fact that, you know, Spotify recently pulled all the comedy albums off of uh, Spotify. And that's all that get worked out. And best as I understood the whole Spotify comedy album controversy, they were having trouble compensating comics because on Spotify, it goes kind of by a formula of the performer gets paid once and the composer gets paid. And you go, well, comedians are both, so just pay them twice. 
And I mean, I, I gotta look it up and hit my Googles and see if that ever got solved. But that's a that's a fair point. I did read, I did notice that I, I was listening to some old Richard Pryor albums, and then all the comedy is gone. And I'm like, why can't I find this album? Uh, yeah, stuff missing, man. But yeah, this is this is gonna. Sorry, y'all. This is gonna take some getting used because I'm not. I'm used to having Phil across from me, not on the phone. So I'm trying to not talk over. I'm trying to wait for the period. Did you talk. did you find the which Super Bowl it was? Yes, I did. It is Super Bowl number fifty-seven. Okay, lucky number. And we got fifty-seven Super Bowls in the tank. Uh, and this is the first one with two black quarterbacks, which I think is amazing. Yeah, but one of the quarterbacks is blacker than the other one. <laughs> oh boy! All right, all right. You want to? All right. So yes, yes, yes. Uh. What's his name from the Eagles has a black wife. He's in a cute uh, Omega sci-fi and his wife is a Delta. Yes, he is. He's really black. I didn't know all that. I was just joking about him being darker skinned. Oh, damn. <laughs> there you I, go. I don't know what you're talking about. You, you went a little deeper than me. I was just making yeah. a light joke. Oh, well, yeah. Well, I mean, they're both kind of the same complexion, ain't they? No, Jalen Hurts is darker, but it's like I said, Patrick Mahomes looks mixed and I think he is. I'm not sure, but... Whatever the case, I, I was just making a joke. It was a yeah, silly. It's still funny though, because like Jalen Hurts, Omega Sci Five, Patrick Mahomes, not in any fraternities, married to a white woman. I thought that's where you were going with it. Nah, I was just, it was just the surface. That guy darker than that guy. That's all. On many levels. <laughs> but who, who do you got? Be, should be interesting. I, I'm going to go with the Eagles because I feel like they're more well rounded than the Chiefs. The Chiefs have the spectacular offense, but I'm not too sure about their defense. Philly's mm-hmm. uh, defense is better. I agree, uh, but I think also I don't think Patrick Mahomes is is fully healthy. I think he's still hurt from his ankle injury like two weeks, two three weeks ago. I think he's still messed up, and I I don't think they're being honest about it. Longest his arm working, he, he be all right. Uh, he can't, he was limp. Well, he was limping. I mean, they, they're covering up pretty well. Um, I think it's going to be. Go ahead, go ahead. Hello, go ahead, bro. That two weeks to rest it. Mm. Yeah, but when you're playing at that high level, those kind of things, those those kind of injuries become nagging. They don't ever really heal up. And you know, he's practicing. He's not really. Staying off of it. I mean, he might have did some walkthroughs, but they're light because at this point, if you ain't ready, you ain't never gonna be ready. And yeah, they they probably sat him out a lot of these practices and non-contact drills or whatever. So that ankle is probably a little more sturdy than you're giving it credit for at this point. Yeah, I just I, I got to see how he looks in the first quarter, and you know if he's moving well, all right. But uh, I still think the Eagles are gonna win this one. They, they're hungrier. And their dogs, and um, like, I Charles Barkley said, uh, you know, well, it's basketball, but not football. But he said, you know, everybody towards the end of the year is hurt. He's like, are you injured? Is the question. So everybody mm. banged up. Uh, you know what else is interesting for the Super Bowl is uh, you got the two brothers playing, uh, Kelsey's. Oh yes, uh, Travis and uh, what's his brother's name? Uh, 
is his brother's name? Uh, fuck. <laughs> but I don't know though. Uh, is Jake? it? I just said. Is Jake. It... Oh, you said Jake. Oh, okay, okay. Son. <laughs> Wait. Jason. Jason. Gotcha. Yeah, I said Jason. Um, but yeah, that that's interesting that you got two brothers playing against each other. And two brothers playing against each other. There you go. Two 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 black quarterbacks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they have said Travis Kelsey is black, though. Some people have said that, so it might be a third. You know, I put a third one in there somewhere. Three black quarterbacks or tight ends, as it were. Barbershops. That's all. You know what's crazy though, bro? It's this. I don't know if you're into betting, but it's only a point and a half. Uh, spread on there, so they they got the Eagles a point and a half over the Chiefs. That means they think the game is going to be really, really close. Yeah, don't these two teams have the same record? They're both fourteen and three, I believe. Yeah, they are. But yeah. if you would if you looked how they both started, you wouldn't think that would have happened because, like, the Eagles came out hot and the Chiefs started off cold, and they met somewhere in the middle. Well, like I said, that that makes perfect sense because, like I'm saying. The Chiefs are fourteen to three. The Eagles are fourteen to three. So, yeah, it makes sense that people feel like this is going to be a really close matchup. Yeah, and and we're also forgetting. Uh, there's another storyline in there too. First black quarterbacks, first brothers, and Andy Reid playing against his old team that he won a championship with. Yeah, he I never was- could quite get it done in Philly. Good old Donovan McNabb days. Oh but man, always. <laughs> Is always in the conference finals, in the playoffs, but just never could get over that never hump. Get over that hump. Mm. And then one year, Ray Owens, where I thought they were going to do it, and then he got hurt and played on like yeah. a rope. Right. That's crazy. I wonder what it would have been like if he would have won back then, but he probably, yeah, you know, if things yeah, happen the way they're supposed to. <laughs> tired and not even gone to Kansas City, so. Who knows? But that's the wow. thing. Mahomes' third Super Bowl. So I, I expect the Eagles to be a little nervous, whereas Mahomes probably going to come out firing on all cylinders because he's been there before. Yeah, uh, this will be Jalen Hurts, what, his first Super Bowl? Yeah, yeah. Right? yeah first. So I, I, I don't – I mean, I'm sure there's going to be nerves, but also – I know that once the game starts, it everything just kind of fades into the background. A lot of athletes talk about being in that big moment and then like being nervous. And then once they start playing, it, it they it, it they go into uh, muscle memory and what you know habits. So I, I don't think those nerves are going to last long. And yeah, I think, it, it, I, I think, just game. yeah, just another game, right? Exactly, exactly. But um, everybody's watching this game with. And a third amount of pizza and wings and beer. <laughs> yeah, I thought we were running low on chicken wings. When, when the when the price of chicken wings going up or something? The chicken wing shortage for the Super Bowl or something like that? Oh no, that dollars worth of wings. So if you're missing wings, it's probably her fault. Yeah, we got to go find her and see. She's gonna have the world's best Super Bowl party. I'm telling you. Yeah, we talked about that in the earlier part of this episode. Yeah, that's right. Two weeks ago. Yes. So yeah, you who you who you got winning? Uh, I got the Eagles probably by like a touchdown. Okay, or 
That's funny. My mind says the Chiefs, but my heart says the Eagles of like just them being geeked off, being their first sound. But like I said, there is something too. The person who's there for the first time is nervous. Whereas yeah. like that Patrick Mahomes is like, shit, this is the third time. He probably, <laughs> like I said, firing on all cylinders. Yeah. They ready. Um, and I'm actually going to put my money where my mouth is. I don't condone this, but if you're old enough and you're in a state where it's legal to do so, I would take your money and put your money on the Eagles to not only cover the spread, but you can take yourself a parlay and put Jalen Hurts down as the first touchdown scorer. And that's I'm gonna I'm about to put my money on a site that does not sponsor our podcast, so I'm not gonna mention them. But uh, I'm gonna win some money for us so we can upgrade uh, your penthouse where we where, where we currently record. We're gonna get some upgrades. So what, what's your what's your go to snack for the night? Uh, snacks. All right. So for me, it is going to be, uh, I'm trying to watch what I eat. So I'm going to have a lot of those little cut up, uh, carrots and some celery and, uh, maybe a small bit of wings, like right there, a little bit of wings, a little bit of veggies with blue cheese. Cause I don't do ranch. You said not ranch. No ranch. I don't like ranch. You're a ranch hater. Yep. Sure. am proud. I'm a 22. fan of France, big fan of it. So I'm gonna definitely have some of that and have some wings. Uh, I got some ribs at the crib. I haven't decided if I'm gonna go out and watch the game or if I'm gonna stay at the crib. So, well, you know, there's a problem going out to watch the game around other people. You you don't know how people are gonna behave. And I've seen people at at bars. They watch their team lose and they'll like throw something or get mad. And it's too loud. You can't get comfortable. I just like to stay in the house where I can enjoy it. I can hear the commercials. I still like watching the commercials. I don't know about you, but that's Sometimes at home. No seats. I, I remember going to, we went to Applebee's just to the bar to, you know, during the NBA finals. And there were these two women. And, you know, not just do they take up a seat, but they want their purse to have a seat too. <laughs> And it came down to one of those of like, ma'am, I'm not trying to be rude, uh, but you aren't even watching the game. You're just in the way. Yeah, yeah move your. Then they're like, yeah, well, my friend Keisha's coming, and the bartender had to be like, yo, these seats are on a first come, first serve basis. Like, y'all gotta move. Y'all messing my money up. Yeah, yeah, for real. Why do women do that? You got to think about not putting their purses on the floor. I hate that. He didn't. He didn't make a move, but he he was like that. That purse can't take up a seat. Y'all got to cut that out. Then once we try to move the purses, it was oh, when well, my friend is coming, and he had to be like, listen. Matter of fact, this was the girl that made the move of like, nah, they come in here all the time. They tip me well. They take care of me. Like y'all quit playing. And then, like, eventually they did wind up getting the table. By the time five chicks showed up, and it's like, yeah, you're not even watching the game. Why are y'all just taking up space at the bar? Oh, God, I hate that. Women, put the purses on the floor or on the back of your chair. Your purses don't need like to If you're not watching the game, you know, we'll let you squeeze in. We'll, we'll, we'll wake you up when Rihanna comes on. They, that's all they want to see. That's really all they want to see. I still haven't decided. I'm about to actually head out now and get me some coffee, try to get my day started here. Okay. 
Well, tell you what, before you dip out, let's do some advice questions real quick so we can get the people their money's worth. And okay. then, uh, you know, I'll let you go get your coffee, Mr. Late Night. <laughs> you ready? Yep, yep. All right. So we always say every week, Phil and I are not experts at this. So if we, we answer these advice questions, whether or not they do or don't work, it's still, but I don't know, though. So, all right. That's where we're at. Uh, question number one. <clears throat> Hang on. We're, oh, just, you know, this is we're doing this on a computer. Okay. Uh, question number one. Didn't my son's wedding guests owe him and his wife gifts after traveling to attend the wedding? Didn't my and his wife gifts after traveling to attend the wedding? A few years ago, COVID, my son had a destination wedding. Uh, in the Virgin Islands, he and his fiance invited their family, you know, parents, uncles, cousins, and about a dozen of their closest friends. We provided dinner and drinks for all the guests. After the rehearsal, when the bride's parents provided dinner and drinks for the wedding reception, I was did not cough up some wedding presents when everyone arrived home. They said they didn't need to give presents because they had blessed the couple with their presence. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez Louise, that's that's what the writer wrote. I didn't. That's not me. Uh, Jeez Louise, they were treated to two nights of dinners and unlimited drinks. I know I shouldn't let it get to me, especially after all these years, but it may be helpful to other out of country wedding guests to know the proper etiquette when attending weddings. Uh, what do you think? Uh, yeah, I think that's kind of fair. Because they didn't say, like, you had to get them an expensive gift. But just a gift, you know, it could be a fruit basket or something that says, hey, you know, congratulations. So, yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah, I don't, I'm going to have to agree with Phil on this one. Uh, if it's going to cost me, like, $3,000 to go to your wedding, the fact that I'm there is your present. So you can have some pictures and be like, remember when we did this? Like, yeah, that's your present. Take that memory with you. Because if I spent $3,000... Oh, was it a not... wedding? Yeah, bro. They went from oh, the U.S. to the yeah. Virgin Islands. I, and that's the thing. I think, you know, when you're not going to give a gift, I think you should probably be upfront about that. So you're right. I think whoever knew the bride or the groom should have just kind of, you know, you, you nestle up kind of close to them. Get yeah. close to where only they can hear what you're saying and just kind of go, yo, me and my wife wasn't ready to come out here kind of cost us a lot of money but you my man but uh we ain't get you no gift big dog <laughs> I, I think it's only like it only could upset somebody if you don't tell them that well typically with weddings you're expected to but like we just saying it's it's a lot of money to to travel yeah. or a destination like it's not like going to Atlanta you know what I mean like Atlanta's like all right I can get you something but Virgin right. Islands, you got to get on a plane and you got to have a passport. Passport, the whole nine. Well, so, other Twitter women, we got passports. <laughs> they, they on the passport bro's head. <laughs> That's hilarious. But I, um, another one. Sorry. Oh. Yeah, we running out a little time here. Please, y'all, make sure to follow the podcast uh, at But I Don't Know Though Pod. On Instagram, follow Phil. I am Phil Hunt on all social media. Follow me to Avery Mason Official on IG 
and the Avery Mason on Twitter. Oh, we got our huh? as well. What's that? Oh, YouTube. That's right. My bad. We got a YouTube channel yeah. as well. There's no my bad. It's as well. Subscribe to that as well. Yeah, as well. Go on YouTube. Type it in B U T I D K T H O. It'll come right up. You'll see me and Phil in the penthouse. Um, next question here before we get up out of here. How do I get the guy I'm dating to make the first move and things like that? I'm a sophomore in high school and I recently got into a relationship. This isn't my first rodeo when it comes to this type of stuff. Damn. But in this instance, the guy I'm dating has never been in a relationship before. This is his first time. Because I've done this before, I know what to do in certain situations and understand social cues. How do I go about teaching him about certain aspects in a relationship? Like, how do I get him to make the first move and things like that? Um, I, I don't know how to answer this because I didn't start dating anyone until I was in college. I wasn't allowed to have a relationship in high school. My mom said so. So, Is that how that works? At least, at least in a West Indian household, you know. I mean, my mother was like, "You ain't dating nobody." So I didn't have one because I was uh not, not liked by the ladies until you know, I was like sixteen, seventeen. I start figuring it out. So that's always funny that, that these must be some attractive kids that parents have to go. You can't be in a relationship. It's like, bitch, I'm twelve. I'm, I'm not even thinking about that. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I also think it's funny when people are like telling their kids they're not allowed to because it's like once you go to school, you're in a whole nother world of like once I get yeah. doors, I'm gonna do whatever I want to do. Well, also the advice they give never works. I remember being bullied and my mom was like, just tell them no and tell the teacher. And all that happened was I got beat up after school a lot more. So yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> We really gonna beat you up now. This <laughs> is where's your mom at now? Pow! The teacher will go. I don't know, motherfucker. You six foot. Handle it. Um. So hold on. This person. How old is this person that's asking for advice? They're, they're a sophomore in high school. Oh, okay. This then this makes perfect sense. Makes sense that she's like, oh, he won't make the first move. This. Well, this, I also. Also knew by how they asked the question. Well, does 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 she does he know that she even likes him? Well, reverse it. It's a girl asking, and yeah, I think I think she does know that he likes her, but he can't. She can't get him to make a move. Like you know, say he's young. He in this Me Too era. He like, hold on, you gotta initiate all contact. There's got to be consent, some kind of contract. I think that's a little bit of that. That that that's where we at. Y'all didn't put that me too on them young boys. They like shit. I don't even got no job, but I'm scared to lose it. To get canceled this early on. I think nope. like work in the school store before school, but I don't want to lose my little ten dollars a week. No, <laughs> <laughs> nobody's allowed to make a mistake in this in this uh, in this era. Um, I mm. think you're gonna have to talk them through it or talk them into it. You know. It's hard to make the first move when you never made any moves. Facts. And you don't know what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't know what he's doing. He got the Me Too watching and all that. So, yeah, he's, yeah, you, you got to let 
how do you give this advice? How do you get the guy to make the first? Listen, I will say, yo, just drop hints, you know, like encourage him to say, what do you think we could do? I, I like your ideas. You always come up with good ideas. Well, you never so, want to be too aggressive. That's scary. But if yeah. she something small, like put 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 his hand on her hip or put his hand somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Or like, you know, oh, say I'm cold, and then maybe he'll put his arm around you or his jacket, and then he'll get yeah, lean into him a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not good at flirting. I don't know. Um, maybe oh. touch his hand in the popcorn. <laughs> That's a little beyond flirting, but uh, you know, yeah, she should lean into him a little more, and like I said, naturally he should, you know, then be like, oh, okay, let me put my arm around her or whatever, you know. There you go. It's just awkward because this is first time. And I mean, I hate that sometimes on the women's side, being that they never have to make the first move, mm-hmm. they don't understand how awkward it could be because there's nothing like going out with a woman and like you're not sure. And then you <sighs> hand on her thigh and she moves your hand. Oh, that's the worst. Because now you don't know what to do because you, you can't start at the thigh. You've got to start at hands, shoulder, you know. <laughs> Starting at the thigh—that's that's innocent enough. No, it's not. That's a that's a jump, bro. You got to start from hand and maybe around the shoulder. Then you kind of slide down to the to the thigh and some leg because you you know what I'm saying. You, there's steps. But you get that thigh warm. You know what else you getting warm. So <laughs> I go right for that thigh, and then that's that's how I know. I'm like, oh, she just want to hang out. She moved my hand. What if she moves your hand from the thigh to like? To holding your hand, what what would you say about that? Well, that's different, even. But but I've had some girls flat out just slap it off. What are you doing? We watching a movie, and you go, oh okay, this chick just wants to hang out. She think we homies. <laughs> <laughs> but but then you've also had them move it in a good way of like, oh that's too low. Move that hand up a little more, and you go, oh shit, we fucking tonight. <laughs> there you go. So yeah, it's little shit like that that should be happening. I mean, we we, we it's odd that we're talking about this on Valentine's Day or Valentine's. Oh, oh yeah, I forgot about that. It is Valentine's Day, isn't it? Of course you did. Damn. Unless your girl hear that, <laughs> ready to slap the shit out your ass. <laughs> all right. Um. What is all you got in your brain? That damn Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> that's crazy yeah fellas you're gonna have to make it up to your girls tomorrow because valentine's day is tomorrow so you only get this one day and then if the eagles are the children don't think you spend a valentine's day celebrating you better take your ass somewhere nice Not they need to move the uh valentine's day or the super bowl because it's like i don't got enough space in my brain for both hey, that's a lot to think about yeah like, oh shit, I was getting that 80, 85 pack of wings and for, completely forgot about the the the, uh, the romantic stuff. That's funny. Every time. Right. Let's go ahead and get up off of here because I'm barely standing up without the coffee. Alright, well, um, that's it for this uh Full episode, I guess. Uh, but I don't know though. Thank y'all for listening. Enjoy the Super Bowl. 
Happy Valentine's Day. This episode's coming out Tuesday. Phil and I both picked the Eagles, and I called it by one touchdown, so we're going to see if our prediction is right. Um, now, I'm going to pick the Chiefs. The Chiefs been there before. I'm okay. going with the experience. All right, well, Phil's picking the Chiefs. But I'm sticking with the Eagles, and we're going to see who's going to win. Uh, y'all be safe. Please tune in every Tuesday for a new episode. Follow the pod on YouTube, Instagram, all that good stuff. And uh, we'll see y'all next week. Yeah, we out. We out. You have been listening to But I Don't Know, though, hosted by Avery Mason and Phil Hunt. Please follow the show at But I Don't Know, though, pod on Instagram, spelled B U T. I-D-K-T-H-O-P-O-D. You can also follow Avery Mason at Avery Mason Official on Instagram and TikTok and The Avery Mason on Twitter. Make sure to follow Phil Hunt at I Am Phil Hunt on all social media. We record live at WTF Media Studios in the heart of New York City on Canal Street. And if you like the show, please do us a favor. Like the episode, share it with your friends, leave us a review on whatever platform you're listening to this on. Thank you so much. We'll see you next week. New episodes every Tuesday. But I don't know.